You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IAC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host of the show, IAC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk to folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Brandon Baruman. Brandon is the president and CEO of LEI Companies based in Denver, Colorado. He and his sister, Lene Cook, started the company in 2002 and has successfully driven the firm to great heights. He's a graduate in construction management at the University of Denver. He and his wife have recently had their fourth child. Congratulations again, Brandon. And Thank he you. has a strong sense of responsibility to pay it forward to his community, his family, and his industry. He's active in IEC and other associations and civic groups in the great state of Colorado. I'm really looking forward to talking to uh, Brandon today. And let me officially welcome you to today's podcast, The Electrical Current. Brandon, how you doing? Good, Spencer. Thanks. Great to be with you today. Fantastic, fantastic. How is uh, how's the weather in, in beautiful Denver, Colorado? You know, it's it's warming up a bit today. We've had a nice break from the heat. Uh, the early part of this week was uh, yeah. low 80s, high 70s, and a little rain filtered in through there. But uh, now yeah. we're back to the low 90s and hot and dry. And hot and dry, hot and dry, as as, as y'all like it there in the Mile High City. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's right. Well, good. And and so you're you're a native of of uh, Denver, is that right? Yes, born, raised, and never left. Yeah. Well, it's it's a beautiful place to call home, and and uh, had the good fortune to rest my head there for about a decade, and and called it home as well. So, um, well, well, thanks again for taking the time to to chat with us today and share a little bit about your story um, as as we work to help to tell the story of of folks in uh, the electrical and, and systems trade industry. Um, Let's start off a little bit with with your background, and tell me a little bit about um, you know coming up in in Denver, and and I know that uh, you know that yeah you your uh, father was uh, in the electrical trade, and you had a family business that way, but maybe you could just share a little bit about uh, about that that upbringing with the listeners here. Absolutely, we uh, you know more or less grew up in this industry, as you mentioned. My mother and father had an electrical contracting company that they opened and the mid-80s and uh, uh, ended up uh, running that and growing that company all the way uh, through my high school and college career. And out of college, I went and worked in their business for a Mm -hmm. couple of years. It had always been our plan and and my vision to to work in their business and uh, hopefully uh, take over that family business at some point in the future. However, in the early 2001 uh, time frame, mm-hmm. the market in Denver was very difficult for a uh, mid-sized union company. Mm-hmm. They were a union shop, mm-hmm. and it was getting harder and harder to compete in that space. And mm-hmm. as my sister and I started really understanding the business aspects of, of what we needed to do to compete in today's market and environment and to, uh, I guess, honor a little bit more our thoughts and beliefs about Merit Shop and and the benefits that being a Merit Shop company would bring uh, mm-hmm. to our business, we decided to spin off of their company and start our mm-hmm. own in September of yeah. 2002, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And that's uh, 
um, that was a great opportunity because my mother and father had built a strong reputation and, and family name in Denver. They mm-hmm. were looking at taking that business in a little bit different direction. They went on to uh, sell and rep fire alarm equipment. And mm-hmm. so that really huh. gave a, a great opportunity for Lene and I to pull over uh, to the start of LEI, all of the yeah. positive things that we wanted uh, to bring over from Laser, which was their company's name. And mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, we could leave behind the things that didn't make sense or uh, yeah. the, uh, a bit of a fresh reboot. And yeah. that's, that's yeah. how we got started. Interesting, interesting, and, and so yeah, from 2002, now we're we're talking in in uh, you know early fall period of 2018. You've been nose at the grindstone and and really pushing through. Um, sixteen yeah, years, sixteen years, Brandon. September it'll be sixteen years. <laughs> oh my goodness, my goodness. Wow, wow. Well, that's great. That's that's great. So yeah, you you and I like what you said about um, yeah the the reboot opportunity and. You know, every every opportunity to uh, to change our businesses, when whether it be key personnel leaving or you know changing marketplaces, we need to continually reinvent ourselves, right? We need to evolve um, and not go Absolutely. the other way. <laughs> yeah, things change and adapt so quickly, and uh, you know every every opportunity you get to uh, replant the pot a little bit is uh, yeah. a good opportunity. Change is always hard, and and that's difficult, yeah. and and so there's a balance to it. But certainly, sure. getting some fresh roots established uh, is is a, is a good thing at times. You bet. You bet. I, I'm I'm curious too if if you could you know if you can encapsulate a little bit about um, what makes what makes you really proud to to be in the position that you're in about about your company. What 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 really you know makes you excited about LEI and what you're doing? Well, there's probably two things that. Um, really excite me. The the first one is we are a minority-owned company. Uh, mm-hmm. Our father migrated from Mexico to uh, the United States when he was 19 years old and, and mm-hmm. built himself up going through an apprenticeship, electrical apprenticeship program, ultimately mm-hmm. becoming a business owner. And, and so we, we grew up uh, here as, uh, you know, the first generation of, of yeah. uh, kids and his family born here and in the U.S., but we always uh, kept very close uh, the the roots to his history, the uh, the, the family, the culture, the hard work ethic, and uh, getting an opportunity to start a business as a minority-owned company, and then growing it and building it in uh, a manner that was, uh, I guess. Uh, we always prided ourselves on the fact that we're a contractor first. We are an electrical yeah. contractor. We need to figure out how to be the best electrical contractor we can be. Mm-hmm. And then being a minority on, on top of that was just kind of some icing on the cake, so to speak. So when we get mm-hmm. uh, recognized or acknowledged as one of the top minority construction businesses here in Denver or, or have uh, you know been able to win various awards or get uh, mm-hmm. uh, various opportunities to present and speak at uh, diversity and outreach events throughout the country. It's just that piece yeah. of it, that connection to the uh, to our minority roots is, is really refreshing. And yeah. the second piece to me is just constantly the the people that are here, the the yeah. families that we see growing with us, the individuals that uh, start as a 
uh, first year apprentice, but seven years later they're a foreman and, and running work. So those stories and those connections to the people and the uh, the employees here that make us great is just you know that's what thrives uh, mm-hmm. my day is, is building lives and helping yeah. people conquer their their dreams. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's amazing. I, I like what you said about yeah, the, 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 you're 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 very motivated. Sounds like by the the, the impact that, of your father's story, which is is really the, the ideal and true American dream of of the opportunity that he came to this country for, um, and and set forth with his own you know his own meritocracy to be able to then build a successful career. Um, those values then permeated into you, your family, and and you've you've you feel that that uh, that connection to be able to continue to carry it on in a number of ways, um, and and to to help to then inspire others through that story. Um, that's 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 awesome. And the the second piece that you mentioned too is is fascinating to me too because I think that you know from a there let's let's you know, just kind of call it out is to think that, 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 that there's a perception sometimes. You, you're saying that the, the people and, and supporting people and growing families and growing opportunities for people that they make the magic happen, your staff and, and your, your electricians out there and your, your foremen and your estimators, all those folks are the ones that make, make your company great, right? It's, it's the manpower. But, but I think that there's a, there's a perception sometimes in the outside world that, that business owners are, are, uh, the the miserly uh, uh, you know like like uh, what I'm thinking of, you know a Christmas story Scrooge you know a Scrooge type yep. of thing where 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 but that's in in especially in the in the merit shop industry that is not the case that the, the philosophy that we embody is is one of empowerment and one of providing opportunity to be able to allow people to grow and succeed and achieve what they want to achieve out of life right. Absolutely, and, and there are certainly examples of the types of, of business leaders and, and owners that maybe don't embody and embrace that as well as others. But you know, here sure. in Denver, it's a frustrating reality for us that man, there are so many electrical contractors, and there are so many that are really good, and so yeah. many that that are a great place to work. And so, you know, we we uh, hover and, and hang out in an industry with a lot of good competition and a lot of yeah. good contractors that are as dedicated to building people's lives and careers uh, as we are and uh, yeah and that's great yeah. i'll take that competition absolutely absolutely because it, it uh yeah it's 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 doing what's right it's doing what's right for for you know and, and i think you have that you know IEC has a very strong presence uh in in your market um and you know that i think yeah training school is is there in, in the denver area is about 1600 students you know in that one chapter alone um, and and you know there's also an ABC presence that's there that that uh, is very strong as well. But I think that you're right is that yeah that 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 type of competition is is the right competition to have. Those that are educated Absolutely. and play by an even playing field, treat the people well, and and um, keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? <laughs> Without a doubt, <laughs> sometimes longer than I'd like. But yeah, 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 yeah. You got you got really strong calves, don't you? you know, so. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't mind a. a flat-footed time period here for a while, but that doesn't look like it's uh, going to happen. <laughs> is that right? Is that right? It, it, I mean, yeah, Denver market is booming, isn't it? It's just... Oh, my goodness. It is. Yeah. It is off the charts. And, yeah. uh, you know, I don't I don't know that I would necessarily say that all of it is healthy boom. I think we sure. are 
starting to exhibit some of the the bad decisions and behaviors that that mm-hmm. created a, a, a recession not long ago. But at the same time, there's a lot of good opportunities for workers to, uh, you know, get a great start in a in a yeah. career that is going to help them uh, throughout their lives, assuming they. Uh, stick with it. So I, you I'll take this market versus uh, you know any of the alternatives, but it, it sure. certainly is a challenge. It is a challenge. Yeah. I'm I'm curious too. You, yeah, you mentioned that you're, you're starting to kind of yeah sniff out some of the uh, concerns within the growth period. Are, are you at liberty to share? Yeah, kind of what you're what you're alluding to there. You know, I I think uh, some of the things that we're starting to to see as problematic is. There is generally a relationship between rising costs mm-hmm. uh, for the contractor and, and hence rising sale prices, right? So if, if yeah. something costs us $100 today, we're going to sell it for 110 And then when that same thing costs us $105, theoretically, we should be selling it for 115 or 160 right. Well, we're actually uh, seeing more signs right now of, a, of an inverse relationship. And so that... That means that people are eager and hungry for volume. So as my costs yeah. were 100 and I sold that same thing for 110 now it's costing me 105 but I'm trying to find a way to sell it for 109 and 108 And, and I right. think that's a very dangerous uh, early indicator of people just trying to sustain at these high levels of growth that, gotcha. uh, that might be unsustainable, uh, right. you know. The other thing I think that is very challenging is the labor market, which is no, uh, no, nothing short of, of one of IEC's top, top priorities, but there is just a natural limit to what people and human beings can do and the amount of people that we're seeing in this trade. And, uh, you know, our guys are, are working probably, you know, if you took a average poll, uh, I would say 50 to, to 60 hours a week is what the average construction worker is doing just because this wow. overtime has to be implemented in order to meet these schedules. And we have to see a, at some point, in my opinion, a softening mm-hmm. of, of expectations on, on these human beings because uh, productivity yeah. goes down, quality sure. goes down, safety problems increase, and yeah. those start to introduce unnatural uh, impacts mm-hmm. to the industry, right? So now we're right. we're spending more. We're we're uh, we're tainting the market with inappropriate. Uh, I should say inappropriate with yeah. with uh, data or or input yeah. that aren't sustainable, and it just right. throws off all the metrics. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, and you know, both both of well, the the first indicator of of the pricing piece, I think we even saw within the recessionary period too of of Kind of undervaluing the bids when at that period of time, and so if you have, if you're seeing that in this strong market, and I can see where that could be an indicator, it's like okay, we're, are we are we going in the right direction, folks? Uh, and and what does this what does this mean, and how long is it going to play out? Because yeah, you know, it's an emotional marketplace that we all live in, and and that that and I think that then that gets into the second piece too of that we know that everything is cyclical and comes up and down over the course of history and we know we don't know at what point that it it will fall into that trough again so then that probably results in this the boomer bust piece of deadlines and pressures and things like that and then you compound it with the sub four percent unemployment rate um you compound it with with the the um you know the public perception of of skilled trades workers versus other industries and you know that we've had this college of bust type of messaging that's been given to us for the last, you know, 34 years. 
um, and, and that we've taken away then exposure to, to all vocational trades in K through 12 schools as a generalization and, and you don't have that piece, then we're up against that wall of trying to do that. And then that, that means we need to maximize on our people. And then, then that gets the 50, 60 hour plus work weeks, which you're, you're right. Yeah, we're all human. You can, you can only do so much. And there's plenty of science and studies that illustrate, yeah, that sometimes the quantity of hours that you put in doesn't equate to the same quality when you're at hour one versus hour 65 of that week. Right. You know, exactly. so you need, need to take that into account. And, um, we make, yeah, we make, you know, and hopefully keeps people, yeah, hopefully that they, it keeps people sustain, it keeps us sustainable, keeps business sustainable, keeps people safe. And, um, you know, we, we don't sacrifice any quality, but, uh, but I see it, yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's a concern and it's a limitation that we need to be aware of, um, as, as to what's going on. But fascinating, fascinating stuff, fascinating stuff. Um, are you a reader, Brandon? Do you do you read, uh, or or just mostly emails and uh, and bids? <laughs> well, I can read, Spencer. If that's what you. Oh, you're okay, okay. Have you ever learned how to read, Brandon? <laughs> you know, I love reading and I enjoy it. I don't get to do as much as I would yeah. like uh, here now with the four little ones running yeah. around. But I've always got, got uh, a bag, a book in my bag, and uh, or, or yeah. something on deck. I have a running list yeah. of. Of all the the great titles and and uh, and books I want to read or is recommended, I'm not chipping away yeah. at them as fast as I need to, but uh, I certainly enjoy Understood. it. Understood. Understood. I'm, I'm I think we're all guilty of that in, in the the runaround world. And but I'm curious if if there's something that um, you know, something that you've read recently or or a philosophy that you've been inspired by, either business or personal, um, that that has really changed some of the paradigm and and, and your approach, and you try to integrate in some of the that input and thought process. Yeah, you know, right now I'm actually um, really motivated by a a book that is titled Traction by Gino uh-huh. Wickman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gino's great. I, yeah. Ironically, we had implemented a few of the tools outlined in that book, Traction, many, many mm-hmm. years ago. I did not know where they came from. A, a consultant brought a couple of little things that that uh, she thought would, would help us as we were trying to organize and align our, our vision yeah. and our strategy with the company uh, employees as it grew. And so just I happened to fall uh, upon uh, the, the traction book and saw some of the tools we had used, and I go, oh, man, I didn't realize that, that those were part of this. And, and they're just hmm. kernels of, of this overall system of, of business operating model called EOS. And so right now yep. I'm... I'm getting my way through that, and I've really appreciated the simplicity and the straightforwardness of, of what that presents and, and sort of like one of those reboot moments where I've yeah. uh, reassessed my entire organization top to bottom using some of his uh, tools in that book and finding great value in it. So Absolutely. I'm a fan of that right now. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the entrepreneurial operating system. Um, he's got a couple of, of books out there, and it's really good, and I, I yeah, that's I, I've read that uh, a little while back too, and it, it is. It's a, it breaks things down in bite-sized chunks, and, it, and I mean, it's really if you, it's it's rich in content, but it's only like a 150-page book or so. Um, but it's it's really a study guide, right? Because <laughs> it's, it's 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 about diving in and understanding. So it's not it's not uh, sitting on the beach and and uh, and cruising through something. It's really it, and if you take a look at it, it breaks things into the fundamentals of how to approach 
conversations, how to approach, you know, analysis, how to approach um, getting to the, the, the cusp of, of getting your team on the same page and, and then, you know, operating your business in a much different way. It's, it's, it's cool. I like, I like his stuff too. Yeah, I'd say it's uh, more like a, a workbook. You know, you're, you're yeah. going through it and, and completing the exercises as you go along and right. referencing back to the charts <laughs> and, and different uh, resources he gives you there. So that, uh, I'd really enjoy that one. And, and probably one of my favorite books of all times is uh, yeah. uh, by Lencioni, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. is oh, just a yeah. phenomenal piece of work on teamwork and personal dynamics and how yeah. that affects leadership and I, I always have you know three or four extra copies on hand and uh, when my hmm. personnel start having issues I, I hand those out and I said why don't you read this yeah. and this will teach you how to, how to work with other people a little bit better or circle back yeah. <laughs> it's, it's prescribed by Dr. Brandon read read these 250 pages and get back with me in the morning you know? that's right <laughs> That's great. That's good. That you know that one. I I cracked the spine on it, and I got about a uh, uh, about a chapter in, and it's sitting there on my stack. You mentioned the stack of you know the, the uh-huh. to dos, and it's sitting there with about six other books right now. Um, and I look forward to doing that. And I think you've now just hit the tipping point for me to motivate me to get back to it. So yeah, I think you'll like that one. I think you'll like that nice. one. Nice, nice. Um. Remember the old uh, DeLorean and the flux capacitor, you know, <laughs> from Absolutely. Back to the Future? <laughs> if you could jump in with Doc, uh, gosh, I can't remember what his last name was, Doc Brown, Dr. Emmett Brown. If you could jump in with him and he could take you back to your 18-year-old self and you could pop out for a minute and a half and say something to your 18-year-old self, what do you think you'd say? Oh, enjoy it, kid. It's, uh, this is this is the best time of your life. You just don't know it yet. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think the the truth is uh, we are in the midst of a transition. We, uh, as you mm-hmm. said, there's kind of been a pendulum swing from uh, you know the way we grew up, kids, and, and perhaps yes. the work ethic and, and the career path that the uh, the baby boomers took and, and what that generated for them and then pushing, you know, folks mostly from our generation in, into college um, and and now seeing the the downside of what that has created and, and a lack of, of workers that are interested mm-hmm. in this type of, of uh, industry. So the, the advice I would give myself is to, to gain a skill, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Find something that you can do that uh, no one can ever take away from you and that will leave you in a position to, to always provide for your family. I went, as, as you yeah. mentioned, more the business route to this yeah. industry, and uh, there isn't a month that goes by that I don't have a real uh, situation, problem, challenge, or opportunity that having uh, the upbringing through the field would have allowed me to make a, a better hmm. decision or, or solve the problem better. So my... Uh, regret is that I didn't I didn't spend enough time in the field and in the trade mm-hmm. aspects and knowing that that is something that can never be taken away from me. Now, yeah. as a yeah. business uh, leader, you're subject to the ups and downs of the economy and the market, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's just a limited number of opportunities for people without a a, 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 a hand skill, a, you know, something mm-hmm. they can do, a trade, a profession, can never be lost. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
That's that's interesting. And and you know I can't help myself, but but you know we are currently enrolling I think uh, for apprenticeship uh, classes in year one, and we might be able to get you placed in one of our IEC training schools. <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, no. But but yeah, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. And and um, yeah, yeah. And to, and just yeah, I think you're right too. To slow down and and it's easier said than done because you know I I think the same thing could probably be said. Let's say we fast forward 20 years and have that opportunity to come back and talk to yourself today, right after you and I, you know, get off of this this uh, podcast interview. It'd probably be a similar story in a way, like. <laughs> Enjoy it. It goes fast. It keeps getting faster, you know. But but that's 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 a that's the that's the that's the drumbeat that we need to keep reminding ourselves on. To be present in the moment, you know. We need to accept what happened in the past, learn from it, um, think and 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 try to to uh, position ourselves for a stronger future. But the only chance we have to act is in this present moment. So utilize that for the best of our intentions and the best of our abilities to be able to then learn. And grow, so it's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, fun, you know. You, you you got four kids. You're you are you juggling them yet? You could probably juggle them, you know. And, and uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, one in the air after the other. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you're you're yeah you're you're a full time uh, CEO, president of company. You're a full time dad. You're a full time husband. You're full time a lot of things. Um, you ever take time out for Brandon to to do something fun? Do you uh, you know go out for a run, bike, exercise? You know, jump in the beach, go up to the mountains. What what do you do for fun? You know what I I tell you that I'm not doing enough of it. But within Uh-oh. the last year, Uh-oh. you know my history with back issues. I've had just a mm. lot of back problems, uh, yeah, chronic yeah. Uh, uh, back issues, and so within the last year, I have found two things that I'm really enjoying. One is yeah. yoga. No kidding. Uh, wow. Yeah, huh. my my wife has done it for 18 years. She begged and begged me to do it. My doctors told me over and over that it'd be great for my back and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just I just never took the initiative. But last year, uh, after a, a a back surgery in um, yeah. in 2016, oh, well. I yeah. Yeah. Uh, said, "You know what? I got to I got to make some change. If if there comes a day where I can't pick up my kids, I'm going to I'm going to be yeah. hating myself." So, I started that and I'm, you know, trying to go uh, once or twice a week, and and just that moment, you know, probably the ten minutes before class starts, where you're just, you know, laying there yeah. uh, on the mat yeah. and and kind of trying to drown out your own thoughts, and and then yeah. the uh, the last ten minutes of classes, you're just kind of winding things down. Those moments for me, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's just ten, fifteen minutes here or there, they they seem like a lifetime, and they're really helping to recharge my brain and my brain. mind. Uh, and and huh. the the fact that my body's uh, getting better is uh, just a uh, icing on the cake. That's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I remember your your back challenges and stuff, and I, I do remember that you had that surgery a couple of years ago. And I'm happy to hear that you're yeah you're utilizing the the practice of yoga as both an exercise to help that piece, but it sounds like you're getting the benefit of of slowing down too which which is the lesson that you said you want to go back and tell yourself in some way <laughs> that, <laughs> exactly right cuz it's cuz you know you're all those full time things and more that we mentioned but that that couple of minutes if you can just pray meditate call it what you will and sit back it gives you that opportunity to learn about yourself for a minute 
right? You know, it, it, it clear out clear out everything else, all the duties and responsibilities in our to do list and what's in front of us at that time, and and honor just a couple of minutes to to look inward and feel that. And it sounds like you're receiving great benefit from. That's great. That's great. Man. I am. I've enjoyed it oh, for sure. Gosh, now you're inspiring me. I I did yoga years ago, and and I I suffered from a bad back, lower back too. It's this you know we've talked about and commiserated at times. Yep. Um, when, we're, when we both were walking around crooked, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, but gosh, and and I did feel a little bit of benefit from from the yoga as well. But uh, okay, now now talking with you, I'm inspired to try to go to a yoga class sometime in the next month or so, and then then also try to uh, yeah, pick up this book and finish it on the the five. There yeah, you go. Uh, good, good. See, this is good. This is good. See, we're inspiring each other. We're inspiring each other. Um, That's what we need. That's right. That's right. That's 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 what that's what this community of, of IEC is about is, is working together for common goals, learning from one another, um, you know, and, and growing to be uh, you know, stronger business leaders, stronger people, um, stronger leaders within our communities to, to be able to achieve the dreams that we want to. Too. So, um, within that, what's what's uh, what's your ultimate? You know, what, what's when you're when you're looking at yeah, Brandon, twenty years from now. What does that look like? You have a you have any vision? Is it is it still unclear, or do you want, what do you what's going to make you proud? Well, I'm probably broke because I'll have you know like four <laughs> kids in college about that point. <laughs> so that's a big piece of it. Okay, you know, cardboard I, cardboard sign. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I started our business so young uh, with my yeah. sister. I was 24 when we yeah. opened our business, and. Uh, uh, probably for the the first 15 years of our business, I was just focused on building the company uh, in a manner that uh, gave us a positive reputation in the industry, that gave uh, a lot of opportunity to our people, that gave uh, a lot of, of, of things back to the people mm-hmm. and groups and associations that had helped us and so now as as I'm you know starting and growing our young family I'm looking at it from um a little bit different angle in that mm-hmm. I want this uh privilege of of business ownership and entrepreneurship uh I'm looking at ways I can position myself and my company with other leaders to enjoy those moments to be able to you know go to my kids uh, field day or, yeah. uh, you know, take, uh, take a, a Friday off here and there in the summer to do something special with them. So I, I've, I've really re-focused my effort and energy of what I want out of this, uh, because the, the first 15 years have been very difficult, a hard grind, you know, 12, 14 hour days and lots of, uh, time away from the family, lots of nights, lots of weekends. And now I'm really looking to, to say, okay, there's a risk, uh, to what, I do every day. There is uh, a reason I've I've done it, and I think I've accomplished a lot for a lot of the people that work here. And now I'm going to try to find a way where I can, you know, just slow things down a little bit. Not uh, uh, what I don't want to do is look back in the last uh, 20 years from now and say, boy, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids and my family and my home. So that's what's driving me right now is get leaders and things in place where I don't have to be uh, tied down to the day to day. Uh, yeah. Every day, but uh, you know, I'll still be here all full time, but not uh, uh, not quite as long a days as it has been for yep. 15 years. Understood. Understood. That's great. That's great. And I, 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 it, 
You're a wise man. You're a wise man, Brandon. You 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 always have been, and you you are, and you always will be. I know this. Um, when when you guys started LEI in 2002, how many how many field guys did you start with? How many field electricians did you start with? We started. We were probably about. Uh, I'd say within the first six months, we were probably about nine nine to ten guys. Okay. And and how many are you running today? Today we're probably boy we're we're we, we've we've quote unquote right sized a lot so right now we're probably yep. about the sixty uh-huh. um, sixty okay. guys in the field for a short time and in twenty fourteen and fifteen we were over two hundred so there's yeah. wow. been a lot of up and and down but I'm I'm selling in this I like the I like the space of a, of about uh, fifty to sixty. Uh, gotcha. Guys in the field. That that to me is a very comfortable size and uh, yeah. a, a size where we can really work on and push and permeate our culture and our values in a much more effective way than than when you get north of a hundred uh, hundred craft workers. Gotcha, gotcha. Understood, understood. Well, that's great. That's great. And um, Brandon, I, I really just want to thank you again for taking the time to to share your story with us and and. Uh, I'm, yeah, again, I'm, I'm inspired uh, personally, I, and I, I'm very, uh, very confident that, that others that, that are listening to this podcast have also gained a lot of insights and, and inspiration from our conversation. On your side of the things, uh, not my babble, of course, but <laughs> um, no, there, there's, there's lots of golden nuggets in there, Spencer. I've enjoyed hey. it. I appreciate you having me, and I, I definitely the, the feelings are mutual. I, I've always appreciated talking to you and sharing stories and ideas, and, and uh, you've similarly inspired me to. Uh, to do better and do more and and uh, yeah. make this company, this industry, and IEC as a whole a, a better place. Absolutely. We we are IEC, buddy. Um, it's great. It's great. So, um, And th- let's thanks again to all our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. Please check us out at IECI.org. And if you're interested in the career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, check out myelectriccareer.com that's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start your path to achieve your dreams just as you've seen Brandon done and shared with today so thanks again Brandon thank you Spencer